Hey dreamers, this is your host Barry Miracle. Welcome to Wake Up Into Your Dream. It's time to wake up out of the nightmares of normality and wake up into God's divinely designed dream for your life. Jump on this podcast today and let's discover God's awesomeness waiting for you. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to Wake Up Into Your Dream. I am your dream coach, your purpose coach, your calling coach, your election coach. Uh, For the next, oh, I don't know, 30, 35 minutes, and I'm just honored to be here. I'm here to apocalypto you. What does that mean? I want to reveal to you something of the goodness of God that has always been there waiting for you to see it, hear it, and perceive it. So we are on this amazing journey uh, to a place called there. And last week I started with episode 98. We are now on episode 99, closing in very quickly on 100 episodes. And so uh, last week, I said that I've got this main thing I want to say to you, and that is location, location, location. That your whole spirit, soul, and body have been being positioned and repositioned into a place called there. I shared a little bit about blind Bartimaeus, the son of Timaeus, the son of the marginalized one, the the one that wore the garment that, that allowed him to beg Um, legally in Jerusalem and he positioned himself and then I uh, to get to where Jesus was and then uh, because if you can get where Jesus is you can hear Jesus and you can cry out to Jesus in the place of the crying out in the place of Jericho so you need to go back and listen and then I you know got into a little bit about um, Zacchaeus who has had some shortcomings and he had to crawl up he had to climb up the sycamore tree or like I said last week, cry up the seek him more tree. Cry loud and spare not until you get positioned in a place called there. Do you get out on that uh, branch until you get to that place where you can see him? Because if you can see him, you can have him and you can have salvation. You can have everything that uh, he has for you. So uh, that's just a little uh, review from last week. And then I began to uh, get into, well, I hit a, lo- a lot of things like the, the land of Goshen. Goshen means drawing near. And, and uh, that's where you get proximity as power. And the closer you are to the throne of God, the closer you are to the power source of God, the closer you are to God uh, and uh, in proximity you will operate in the power thereof. So proximity is power. Um, But then I got into partway through 1 Kings 17, 1 through 24. And I'm just going to hit that just a little bit and go a little deeper into that. And we're going to continue to really dive into this new uh, series on the place called There. And we, we need to understand that at the cross, and this is where I'm going to end up, hopefully today, if not next week, um, the cross, the, what Jesus did on the cross, we participated in. And it's called the 
the Greek word sumphotos means united together through the whole process. So we're in Christ. This being in Christ is actually a place. And so we're always trying to get to a place, a position. Um, and so this is what happened when you got born again. But I want to just bring some clarity by bringing in some Old Testament stories uh, and finish off this one it found in 1 Kings 17 verses 1 through 24. So Elisha the Tishbite, he's a, the, the Tishbites were a nomadic type people. Uh, he really has no real introduction here. Uh, you know, the life of Elijah and, and who he is. And But we know that he's of the Tishbite tribe and they're nomadic people. And, and God has called him and, and to be his prophet, uh, you know, to the nation. And and so he gives he gives a word. He says in, in 1 Kings chapter 17, it says, verse 1, And Elijah the Tishbite of the inhabitants of Gilead said to Ahab. Now Ahab, once again, is the most wicked king that Israel probably well, has ever had up until that point, and I think will ever have. Um, and... Um, he addressed him. He said to him, As the Lord God of Israel lives, before whom I stand, therefore, uh, there, sorry, before whom I stand, there shall not be dew nor rain these years except at my word. Something, I'm just going to stop there. And you need to understand that your words really matter. Are you saying that you're going to become this prophet that's going to speak? you know, as an authority to a nation and, and speak and, and stop weather patterns. Uh, I'm not saying you're not. Um, but what I am saying is that you need to understand your words have power. And sometimes our words are amazing and they create opportunities for us and they create proper atmospheres for us. And other times they're absolutely uh, coming against us and, and you, those words that we speak and, and even causing a drought to happen in our lives. So I just want to remind you that your, your words are very powerful. Um, so anyway, uh, verse 2. Then the word of the Lord came to me saying, Get away from here and turn eastward and hide. So he, God is telling him to go to a hidden place, a secret place. Um, well, let's just even we can bring Psalms 91 into this. So the, the he who dwells in the secret place. So there's a secret place and the word is um, Kether or Sether. It's C-E-T-H-E-R in, he, in, in Hebrew. And, and the, the meaning is hidden. So there's a he, he wants to hide you. He wants you to get up from the place where the enemy is attacking because you're being faithful and being obedient. Your eternal yes to God contains belief and obedience. And I believe that many of you that are listening today have given your eternal yes to the Lord, which contains your, your um, belief and your obedience. This is what you've given to the Lord. And I want to tell you, because of that, he is going to send you to a, a secret place where you can hide. He says, get away from here. This is verse 3 of 1 Kings chapter 17. Get away from here. Turn eastward and hide. That word hide um, is the, 
the Hebrew word uh, kether, meaning hidden. Hidden. So you, the secret place of the Most High, hide. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. So the Most High God is when you're, you're hiding, when he's hiding you in a place, he's hiding you in a secret place. And I'm going to get into Psalms 91 a little bit deeper, maybe a little, on, a little further on in this episode, or like I said, maybe in the next one. But the hidden place of El Elyon, the supreme and lofty one. There, where God is wanting to hide you in the secret place, in these times of drought, in these times of obedience, in, you, in these times of your eternal yes, and we don't understand any and everything that's going on, but I want to guarantee you there is a place for you in the midst of covenant. He says, get away from here, turn eastward, and hide by the brook Cherith. Once again, Cherith means to cut, as in making covenant. And so there's a place in covenant. There's a place that you can go in the covenant. And, and once again, I did those two series on, on uh, those two episodes on covenant. What is covenant? You can hide in the blood and covenant. You can hide in the secret place of the Most High in the midst of cutting covenant with God. God is the keeper. God made the covenant. God is the keeper of the covenant. And all you have to do is believe and you will receive the refreshing that happens at the river, at the brook called Cherith. So verse four says, and it will be that you will drink from the brook and I have commanded the ravens to feed you there. That's where, once again, where I got that whole thing about there. Uh, there is a place where God is sending you. There is a place. Now, it's location, location, location. There is, there is a physical place you need to be in. Are you in the right place at the right time with the right people doing the right thing? Are, 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 do you have the right state of mind? Are you in at that secret place in your mind? Are you fortified in the word of God? Have you been transforming? Are you transforming your mind by the washing of the word of God? And, and are you saved? Are you in the secret place? Are you in the hidden place? Are you in the spirit of righteousness? Are you in Christ Jesus? Are you in the high places that he called you to sit above all principalities and powers of darkness. Location, location, location. You know why? Because he's sending his provision, his resources to the place of your belief and your obedience. He's sending resources to your yes to him. I'm sending ravens to feed you there. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. We must be moving by the word of the Lord to the place called there out of obedience, not out of pressure. You need to not move just because things have dried up. You don't move because things are bad. You don't move because things are uncomfortable. You move at the spoken word of God and you are led by the peace and you're led by favor. Your peace that passes all understanding and the favor of God, this is what you're led by. You're led in these days. So he went and did according to the word of the Lord. He went and stayed by the brook Cherith, which flows into the Jordan. The ravens brought him bread and meat in the morning and bread and meat in the evening, and he drank from the brook. 
that's amazing. Where in the world is he going to get sustenance? God, where is God going to get this food in plentiful? Because it, I don't know how long he was there, but it was a while. It was like, I don't know, maybe about two years that he, that he sat there getting, getting uber, uber uh, raven <laughs> and receiving meat and bread in the morning and meat and bread in the evening. Where was God getting this? Where were the ravens going at God's bidding? I want to tell you, they were going to the enemy's camp. This was the table that the Lord prepared according to Psalms 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they come for me. Surely you will prepare a table, a place for me, a place for me in the midst of my enemies. God was taking the food off of Jezebel and Ahab's table and bringing it to Elijah. That was the table that God provided for Elijah in the midst of everything going on, he was being provided for. And then verse seven says, and it happened after a while that the brook dried up and because there had been no rain in the land. So the brook just naturally dried up because of the word that Elijah spoke saying that there will not be rain. And he spoke that word, there will not be rain in, in the area, in that region that they were in, they, where they worship the Baal God of rain. <laughs> Amazing how God does things and puts things together. So then after, you know, after a while, the brook dried up. So what do you do when the, when the resources stop coming? There, there's no longer grace to be in that place. So God will, it has always provided another way. Don't be concerned when things dry up that you used to. There used to be wells that you'd go back to and you went back to that well one, man, one too many times and it's dry. Do not be upset. Don't say, oh my God, what are we going to do? You, you say, Lord God, what is your word? And this is what, what happened in verse 8 of 1 Kings chapter 17. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, arise, go. Arise, go. So you, he didn't move just because the brook dried up. Things may be uncomfortable, but don't move because of circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm. Get a word from the Lord. Get to the place called hearing. Get, get, listen to it, you know, some of my podcasts. Get your faith built. Pray in the Holy Spirit for half an hour, an hour, you know, every day, or maybe even longer. I don't know. Just, just get to the place called hearing. Hear a word from the Lord. And this is what happened. It's, it, the, the brook, dried up and and he goes and waits and then verse 8 says then the word of the lord came to him saying arise go to Zareph, zarephath there there is a a place being provided for you that not only is going to provide for you but it's going to bring refinement for you the place of zarephath is the place of refinement. That's what it means. So he, he wants to send you to a place, not only to protect you, but to refine, to refine you. Your, your past and these problems over the last two years were not to 
define you, but they were to refine you. This whole COVID thing, it's its not so that you would be defined by, by lack and by containment. It was to refine you, to get you ready for what he was about to do for you and your family and your legacy. So he says, arise and go to Zarephath, the place of re refinement, which belongs to Sidon and dwell there. You got to dwell. You got to dwell in the place where God is calling you. You, you don't dwell. You, the Bible says to in, in um, Acts chapter one, uh, it says, don't leave Jerusalem until you're endued with power. Don't leave the place, the city of peace. Don't leave your peace. Don't leave a place. God tells you to stay somewhere. You stay somewhere, even if it's uncomfortable. Don't let the circumstantial evidence in the temporary realm dictate to you, dwell where he says dwell. Why? Because he has surprises and hidden treasures. Uh, you know, when, when he said to get up from here and get away from here and turn eastward and hide, that's a, that's a hidden place with, with secret messages in a secret place. So he has, even in Zarephath, you're, you're, you're being de, uh, refined, not defined. And he says, dwell there. And then he says, see, I have commanded a widow, my God, I've, co I've commanded a widow there. There is a place where God is providing for you. And you got to hear this today, guys. Sometimes... You reject packages, and I know I have as well, but I'm, I've gotten better at it over the last 20 years. But sometimes we reject packages from God containing amazing, wonderful, outstanding resources and gifts because of the package. We reject what God wants to bring to us, a resource, a gift. I don't know what, it, what you're in need of, but sometimes we reject the resource because of the package in which it comes in. So see, I have commanded a widow uh, there. I've commanded a widow there to you for you, to provide for you. Okay, let me read that again. Isaiah, uh, sorry, First uh, Kings 17, verse nine. Arise, go to Zarephath, the place of refinement, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. Widow means, in Hebrew, that word means desolate place, uncovered one. There is somebody that, there is a desolate place that God may be sending you into and I want to tell you that marriage, maybe that job, maybe that school, maybe that church might seem desolate, but you're saying, why, Lord God, have you delivered me? Because maybe you're the deliverer. Maybe you are the one with the word. Maybe you are the one with the hope. Maybe you, that pastor, that leader, that boss, that teacher, maybe they are the ones that need an encouragement. Maybe you need to be a Barnabas there. there but I want to tell you, in the midst of you just obeying God, going to a place where you're being refined, in the midst of drought. Lord God, isn't this enough that I'm in drought? Isn't this enough that I'm barely surviving? And now you want to refine me and you want to you want to bring answers to me through a desolate place? 
and somebody that's uncovered, somebody that's lost, a widow, my God. But don't be guided by the circumstantial evidence. Don't be guided on what seems right unto man. Be led by the Holy Spirit. You've been placed in a place of chaos on purpose to grow up bigger than the, the chaos. Bring order so that the glory of God can come. That is all on the inside of you. Once again, you have more resources available to you on the inside of you and all around of your place of obedience and your place of faith that you could not even use in 10 lifetimes. You are overkill in the chaos. You are overkill in the valley. You are overkill in the pit. You just need to know that's who you are. And am I in the place of God's grace for my race. Come on. Amen. So here we are. Elijah gets up and he and he goes to Zarephath and he sees. Let's just go to verse. Uh, I'm going to go back to verse 9. You ready? Arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. See, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. Uh, the, the word provision there to provide for you is actually a cool, which means to sustain, maintain, and seize. The verse 10 says, So he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed a, a widow was there gathering sticks. And he called to her and says, Please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. So the place, uh, here's another place that he went in Zarephath, in the place of refining. So he's obeying the Lord. He had, he's given God an eternal yes, which is belief and obedience. He goes to the place of refinement and he gets to the gate of refinement is a place of authority. And he finds the widow woman in the place of authority gathering six sticks and he says to her please bring me a little water in a cup that i may drink and verse 11 says and as she was going to get this water he called out to her and said please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand <laughs> my god uh well let me just read 12 before i, I get into any commentary here so she said in verse 12, As the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. And see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare for my son and myself, myself and my son that we, that we may eat it and die. Wow. This, this is, you don't want to talk about refinement of a prophet. And, and, and asking the difficult questions, you know how, how um, much he did not want to do that. <laughs> and, and let's read verse 13. And Elijah said to her, do not fear, go and do as you have said. 
but make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. And afterward, make some for yourself and your son. For thus the Lord says, the Lord God of Israel, the bin of your flour shall not be used up, nor shall the jar of, of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. So she went away and did according to the word of Elijah and she, and she and he and her household ate for many days. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry, according to the word of the Lord, which, which he spoke to Elijah. So we're talking about impossibilities here. That in these incredible moments of harvest, when God wants to launch you into some things, there are going to be times of testing that come. Now, once again, preachers that say that God is, you know, sending tests your way to, to see if you are going to be faithful, you know, God bless them, but they're just mistaken because he's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He knows what you're about to do or not about to do. You are being tested so you can see God's faithfulness so that you can see that you were obedient. This increases the realm of your faith when you begin to step out and you begin to overcome and you go against and your mind, even though your mind is being offended because your mind must be offended so that it can break out of. I'm not talking about a spirit of offense. I'm talking about your mind being expanded there has to be pre there has to be an expansion there has to be a growth there has to be something that comes in that is either cataclysmic or something that is wonderful that will shift you out of the 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 norm shift you out of a place there has to be this moment that you have to make this decision where i am going to believe god even though it is contrary to which everything else in me is screaming no it is impossible all the circumstances are saying all all the human wisdom is saying no you need to at this moment obey the lord because this will be a place of your resource put your trust in him he is the faithful one he is the one that will never leave you or forsake you he is the one that has provided for these places the, the he has provided these gates of authority you get to the place of refinement and when you get to the to the gate of authority of refinement in Zarephath when you get to the gate of Zarephath the place of refinement you get to a place where you are about to be launched but do you have the audacity to continue with your eternal yes which is your faith your belief and your obedience are you going to obey even in the hard times are you going to obey God and allow him to launch you through the gate of authority and, and through the gate of praise and through the court of praise and begin to be launched into some things and provision that he has designed for you, but you got to go through the right gates of belief and obedience. Well, this not only provided for Elijah, but this provided for the widow woman and her son. But then, as the story goes, her son, after all of this, her son dies. 
and and she says, "Are you just is is God? You know, does he does he hate me? Did, did what have I done? I've been obedient, and he's been you know we, we've been provided for. My son now is dead. What what good has any of this been? And here it is, this wind, widow woman becomes a window of opportunity for her son." There are things that you're about to do at the obedience of God that will set up resurrection life to your legacy. Elijah, who came at the word of the Lord, stepped through the gate of refinement and asked a hard question. And, an, and, a, and a widow woman became a window of opportunity for Elijah, her, and her son. Her son dies, but yet because of her obedience to the word of the Lord, because of Elijah's obedience to the word of the Lord, there's, that son got resurrected back to life. Why? Because somebody went to the place called there. My God. I have already ran out of time. I, I hope that this has uh, nourished your soul. I hope that this has uh, got you stirred up in your faith to hear from the Lord, to get to that place called there, to get to the, the, the dwelling place, the secret place of the Most High God, to, to get to that place where you're protected, where you're provided for. I'm going to have to come back next week and do another episode, episode 100. Um, and I'm going to finish off this series, hopefully, uh, by the following week and uh, the place called there. But uh, your eternal yes contains everything you need for your life. That is your belief and your obedience to God. Your eternal yes gets you to that place, that place called there every single time. Once again, Barry Miracle, wake up into your dream. And uh, if you want more resources or you want to connect with us, or you want to sow a seed that we can keep going uh, um, and keep bringing forth these podcasts and keep traveling around the world, go to barrymiracle.ca and you can sow a seed into our ministry, Take Charge Ministries. Uh, there through PayPal, or you can send us an e-transfer um, at beamiracle2 at gmail.com. If you don't want to send anything, that's fine. No condemnation. Just just continue to come back every week and use your faith and, and just draw upon this and, and be expanded and, and begin to live more victorious every day. I want to say to you, when you wake up in the morning, you're not trying to be holy so you can become righteous. If you've accepted the blood of Jesus Christ as the final payment, I want to tell you, you are justified. You've been justified. Because he was resurrected, you are sanctified. Because, you, because, he, was, because he ascended, you've been glorified. And, and you wake up every day being in Christ and being the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus every morning. So you live from your righteousness, not for it. You live from your victory, not for it. You live from the end of the school year with an A++ before you even started the course. This is the grace of God. This is where you live from. This is your place. And I want to get 
to that place next week <laughs> with you and just teach you a little bit more on the place called there. So Barry Miracle signing off for now. Much love. Thanks again for joining us today on Wake Up Into Your Dream. My great friend Tony Fitzgerald would say you have two great days in your life, the day you were born and the day you discovered why. In these podcasts, I'm hoping this is true, that you are having aha moments and great moments of getting introduced to the true you because your whole world is waiting for the authentic you to show up. If you're enjoying these podcasts, please go to www.barrymiracle.ca. You can check out my book, Wake Up Into Your Dream. You can connect. You can see where we're going to be live in the future. And uh, you can just connect with us there. But this is Barry Miracle, your dream coach, signing off for now. We'll talk to you next week. <laughs>